0: I scream, you scream, we all scream for this podcast, which is handy because I'm here with a sweet treat for you on this authentic avenue. Yasso, a brand which you might know for it's better for you ice cream bars. That's right. I'm on with their chief marketing officer, Andy Judd. And today we talk a little bit about how people discover their ice cream through a fitness journey. We also talk about what makes them audaciously delicious, the title of their latest campaign, and also the new products that are coming onto your dessert shelf soon. The reason I took this interview really is because I've been a fan of these guys for years. I discovered them when I was going to the gym a little more, but still wanted my sweet treats. And Yasso was the first thing I picked up, and I have not put it down. And that's not me pandering to the brand. That is legitimately true. So I was so glad to have this opportunity today to learn a little bit more about how a business, first of all, claims to be better for you when it's an ice cream, and also how it plans to go beyond the 3.0 phase it is at right now. But I'll get out of the way and let you enjoy it. So sit back, relax, have some ice cream and listen in as I get real with Yaso and Andy Judd. Hey, Andy, how you doing? Doing great. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you coming on uh, because Yaso, as I've just learned is how you pronounce it, is something that I've been uh, consuming for like three or four years. And then when the opportunity came to me, to feature the business on the show, I was like, "Wow, what a great collision of worlds!" So, so thanks for for agreeing to do it from a from a fan of your product.
1: No, I always love talking about the brand and the product. Um, you know, we we make amazing frozen desserts and snacks. Like, it's it's hard not to find people that get excited to talk about ice cream.
0: Uh, yeah, well, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's not a very uh, it's not a very disliked thing. I'll say that. And for me, it was especially not the way I got in. I got to start with how I got into this. And, and listeners, if you are a consumer of this product or this category, you might have a similar experience to me. But where I started was I was getting more into fitness, which ice cream typically doesn't brush against very well. But I was uh, getting into a more uh, routine fitness regimen. And I still wanted to splurge a little bit. And before I got into Yasso, I was eating a little bit of, uh, what was it? Halo top. That was like the first one that was like, I as a consumer, like became like aware of. Okay. Oh, interesting protein ice cream. That's kind of weird. And and then I tried it. And I was like, oh, okay, it's not bad anyway. Uh, but my now fiance didn't love it. Okay. Well, we got to go back to the drawing board. What are we going to do? But what we did love because we used to get them a lot were um. It was just another bar. I'm forgetting one of like the mass brands, okay? Of like ice cream bar. She loved that. It was like a guilty pleasure. So then when we found something that was the best of both worlds, it was the Yasu Bar. And we started out with, I want to make sure I get this right. Pretty sure we started out with chocolate chip cookie dough. So we started there, because that was pretty good. We both loved that. Her favorite flavor of ice cream is uh it's, it's, it's like a turkey hill called a, a double dunkers. It's like a coffee ice cream with chocolate and cookie dough in it. So that was the best one at first. Then we went to mint chocolate chip. And we tend to go back and forth between those. A Little bit of cookies and cream here and there. Um, sea salt caramel we did once. So I love these. And it was all because of fitness that I started eating your ice cream. Is that weird?
1: That no, that's not weird. It's actually a fairly typical journey when when we think about like our, our core consumer and and who we're talking to. I mean, you you just like I don't know that I could have said it better myself, which is, you know, we call them the devoted which is they're devoted to the category. They love ice cream, but they've started this health and wellness journey and want to find something that gives them that just incredible, delicious, amazing experience, but fits more, you know, programmatically into their health and wellness journey. So it is not an, a, I, I shouldn't say that it's, it's not atypical. unfortunately, I would never tell that to anyone, but, uh, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's very consistent, uh, and people then try it. And it sounds like you guys also did the fun journey of, wow, this is amazing. Wait, what else, what else is, what What else is in here and what, what else, what other flavors can we try? And then it just explodes, uh, from, from there. So we've, we've got some great products for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it was just because it was at the first iteration, um, our, our, our grocery store is Harris Teeter. So it's like in the Kroger family and they were carrying like two skews. And so it was like chocolate chip or mint. And we're like, okay, so we tried both of those. And then you started to, to expand out. And now listeners, all you have to do is go to yasso.com again, Y A S S O.com. You can see all the different flavors now. And it's not just bars. It's so much more than that. Um, what's, what's your, what's your favorite go to flavor, regardless of the packaging that it comes in. Are you like a, uh, like a smooth ice cream or are you a chunky ice cream? What do you, what do you, what do you prefer? So, so I have a
1: super sweet palette. So I love um, really creamy, but really like sugary sweet. So I love RC salt caramel. Uh, it is, you know, just like the perfect balance of sweetness um, and, and a little bit of salt flavor in it. So I, that's, that is my go-to uh, bar. We got some new ones coming out though, that I, I think, you know, are, are fantastic. Our R and D team. I don't know, they've got like 10 flavors that I'm like I can't launch all of these, but I really want to. So you're going to have to keep making these in the lab so that I can personally continue to eat these.
0: Oh, and they bring them to you. They bring them straight to you.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes, that's the small benefit uh of of being here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Um and hey, you know, you, you got that's <laughs> it's better than like it's better than most other categories, I would say to be to be the tester for. Um now, but this wasn't your first foray into, uh, into a, into a great like food item or new category in the health and fitness world. You had come from, uh, I think you come from protein bars. And then before that you had come from like larger CPGs. And we talked a little bit earlier about how you are, uh, you, you embrace the chaos. You're all about the build. You've been at Yasa now for, uh, the, the better part of two years, between a year and a half and two years. What's been your favorite part of the build uh, in this chapter of your life so far,
1: yeah, I think for this one, this has been a really fun, kind of full of journey. I, I think a lot of health and wellness products, by by nature, focus a lot on the on the free froms. So I've had the the pleasure of working on what I think are you know some of the leaders in gluten free or in plant based and non dairy. Um, in in so many of those brands. Are focused on like the, the extraction, the removal of the the problem. The last couple of brands I've been on, one brand's uh, the protein bar company, uh, and then here are really focused on enjoyment um, and you know not not focusing on compromise um, a, as much. And and I think that's just a really powerful unlock that that consumers. I think that's where they've gone to. I have talked about it in, in previous lives when we talk about innovation around like kind of the. There's the initial foray, which is like, hey, this is as close to the proxy, exact proxy of the item. We call that the 1.0 journey. Then there's the 2.0 journey, which is like, okay, now we're going to make that taste good. And then there's the 3.0 journey, which is this is something totally different. And I really love the kind of 2.0s and 3.0s um, of of that kind of build, as you mentioned. And this one is just right up, up there with that 3.0, which is like, there's nothing else like this. This totally resets the definition of what an amazing tasting health and wellness, you know, frozen dessert and snack should be.
0: Yeah. You know what? I I got to ask this though, because um, it is like, what about, I still have a hard time saying, okay, at the end of the day, like this is, it's like an, it's like an ice cream product, right? How could you possibly credibly tie that to health and fitness? It kills me. But how, I mean, like it, it, it's just because it's better than others or like what? How how do you think about it? Because I mean, you got to have some skeptic consumers look at it funny and say, "Like, really?"
1: No, yeah, that's so true. I mean, I mean, like that is the number one challenge that I think any any better for you brand um, has, which is the skepticism of taste believability. That's just there. It's like if well, if you're going to do something with less calories or better ingredients, like I can't taste good. Now stack a a dessert or an indulgent space on top of that, and that skepticism ratchets um, up quite a bit. And and we find that in in our research that our consumer, despite that they're on this health and wellness journey, um, and has made known sacrifices, their expectation in this category is actually higher than the average consumer for taste, um, and for inclusions and flavor levels, like they really, really, really have a really high standard. You know, I know you mentioned one of our competitors earlier, like, it, it doesn't cut it, right? It's like, we got to get up up above that uh, for, for sure. And so, yeah, I think this one is one where you have to be so forthright and transparent about what it is, what it contains, and how good it tastes. And to your direct question around how do you get through that, the reality is like our nutritional DNA looks a lot like other categories of nutritional DNA. Um, but consumers don't always you know, have that initial point of consideration to think of Of going to the frozen aisle and into the ice cream aisle to get that nutritional bundle, if you will, like your you know fitness workouts, like, well, I can get five grams of protein at hundred calories and it tastes great. Oh, I would definitely consider that a regular yogurt cup. Why did not? Why wouldn't I think of that in a a frozen yogurt bar orientation? And so there's definitely a reset, kind of like a reset that we have to you know communicate to consumers. But one that once that unlock happens, they begin your journey or your fiance's journey, which is now I'm like, I'm all in. And and that's why we have some of the highest levels of, of repeat and loyalty and buy rate in, in the space.
0: Yeah, I was just going to mention that. I mean, these statistics are stunning. And as at this point, still like a pure bar guy, we'll talk about how Yasuo is much more than that nowadays. It was surprising to see how it almost crept up on me that like, wow, no, Yasuo is top five in, in novelty dessert, just like across the board. There are some huge names there and it doesn't hurt that with that, as you said, comes the the strongest repeat rate, you know, high loyalty. I mean, heck, I haven't had another competitor or any product even around it since the first time that I bought Yasuo. That was a couple of years ago. So plenty of chances to do it and I haven't. Um, it's that and that challenge that I mentioned, I mentioned that just because like yeah, I, I like to address the skeptics in the room and and I think everybody has that. I even, I even had that like before Yas, yeah, so I was looking at all sorts of these like better for you products that were essentially dessert and I was like, really? But, you know, everybody has their own way of uh, sort of justifying it in their own head. And once you like layer that in and it doesn't create that big like nutritional hit at the end of the day, it's like, a, it is a game changer. It's that third, it's that 3.0, that that you mentioned. Um, it doesn't hurt that it also, at least in my opinion, again, it's coming from a loyal consumer. So, listeners, <laughs> you have that small bias here. I think it's fantastic. I think it's delicious. And it's good that that is uh, the name of your most recent campaign that you're rolling on. Now, in fact, you're calling it audaciously delicious. And within that, I saw I did some more digging. And I figured out that you guys aren't just like for the bar guys anymore. You guys are doing all this other stuff. You're dipping them, you're doing these these poppables. That seems very interesting. So, why, why don't you tell me a little bit about. Uh, this newest, uh, this this newest campaign, this new to go to market, what that's all about, and uh, what makes what makes the broad portfolio of products so audaciously delicious.
1: Yeah. So, as I kind of alluded to earlier, you know, one of the cultural convictions we have uh, around snacking and desserts is, is they really should be a joyful experience. It should be satisfying and fun uh and, and obviously tastes uh, amazing and i think when you look at the landscape for for consumers you know it's birdseed it's birdseed in different forms but it's birdseed um and while that's great and it serves a purpose it it does leave a little bit of of gaps in and satiation and satisfaction uh and so for for us you know as an emerging brand while yes, we we've got some great stuff and we're coming up on the heels of some of those larger brands in our space. We really have to to continue to shout and and be bold um, because we believe in the product. I mean, like you have you, I think you've you've done a great job. I, I could just like I don't have to say any more anymore. I think you've sold hopefully your hey, entire you community. Me, you you? <laughs> yeah, your whole your whole community on on how deliciously creamy and tasty these products are. But we really have to shout because we are coming up against some brands that are like, really, you're going to tell me you're better than this bar or this this thing I've been eating since childhood. Um, and so for us to do that, you know, we've really got to um, be audacious um, and be bold enough to say, we are the pound for pound, 100 cal champ. Um, you're not going to find a better experience with taste, nutrition. Um, and just you know outstanding satisfaction both in men you know emotionally and physically um, and so for us that's that's where the audacity is is that no, no, we we actually did it you know we we made it to 3.0 as as we've been talking
0: it, it is something which is it's not just coming, it is here what i've what I've witnessed as this wellness wave, and it's not just in better few snacks. I mean, it is everywhere. every freaking thing out there, at least in my head, is oh, we are now a wellness solution. we are now a product that helps you achieve better whatever, physical health, even mental health, which I think is kind of predatory in some ways. But, um, that is something which if you are longstanding here is easy to combat, uh, but is, is hard just by the sheer volume. And then yes, of course, how's this better? How's this better from like the, when I go to my local Carvel, I don't know if they have that where you are, but they have that on the East coast. Like how, how does this beat my, uh, my Sunday, those sorts of things. But, um, that's, that's part of the plan. Now, let me ask you something else because as I had implied Yasso as I experienced it was a better for you ice cream bar but now you got like cookie sandwiches and you got these chocolate dip bars and you got these poppables what's what's your what's your favorite I mean like you've as you mentioned been the guinea pig the lucky guinea pig that gets to try all these both the flavors and the forms what's your favorite form because we already know it's sea salt caramel so like yeah. First pick of them. What do you go for?
1: So I, I still love my sea salt caramel bar. That is definitely my first go to okay. first. Yeah. Uh, that's my first love, if you will. Um, okay. even before I, I worked here. So, you know, that, that, that may be your, your chocolate chip cookie dough, but I will say that these, the poppables that, that we launched this year, which you could find at your Harris Teeter, by the way, um, uh, is, are fantastic. They're 60 calories a pop. Um, they're coated and, you know, rich, you know, dark chocolate with, you know, puffed quinoa. Um, so it gives this just really nice crunch sensory creamy middle. Um, and then it's got, you know, our, you know, as you come, as you have come to expect this deliciousness inside, whether that's mint or, you know, coffee or, you know, our, our sea salt caramel. Um, so to me that, that, you know, that chocolate covered poppable sea salt caramel flavor um, is just outstanding the the challenge I have is like you know not eating the whole carton because uh, they're so poppable uh, and you're just like, yeah I could crush a couple of these like you know give me some energy and and let me let me keep rolling so um, those products are, are really good and and those are ones that are really starting to see this snacking change and this change in the frame of reference you know totally different than you know a sandwich may um, for example
0: right and I must admit, that I haven't tried the pop but even in the bar world, I've had those nights where I'll like rip through one and I'll be like, God, that was so good. And then I'll look back at the box and I'm like, shoot, at this point, I'm eating half the box, but you know what? And then I do it. it and,
1: and you know what? There, there is a program um, for you um, that uh, we actually provide you more uh, uh, products. So it's, it's actually, you know, we, we actually service uh, your, your affliction, if you will. Uh, but, uh, but you're, good, so you're in good company, my friend.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Good. <laughs> That's great. That's funny. Um, okay. So let, let's, let's transition real quick from, from the a word that titles this campaign of yours audacious to the a word in which I focus, which is authenticity. I love asking folks that come in, especially those who are dedicated to the build and embrace the chaos about the various avenues that their business takes. To manifest and accomplish the authenticity which they posture, at least at the beginning of every podcast that I do, you've been at Yasso now for again the better part of two years. What have been those moments where, looking back, you say, you know what, this is when we were our most authentic selves?
1: I think one of those moments. I'll give you a brand moment, and I'll give you a company moment. Uh, I'll do the company moment first. Um, the The company moved uh, about two years ago from from Boston, where we were founded, to to Boulder, Colorado. Um, and, and we had a, a, a tragic event very recently. Um, we had a, a, a mass shooting here in our community. Uh, and as, you know, this is a, a pretty, really, a really connected community. I mean, the, the, the city of Boulder is really not that large. Um, and there's a, a really a hotbed of emerging food and beverage brands here. You know, we're at the cutting edge of a lot of health and wellness. We, we all personally live that style, uh, lifestyle. And this, this event happened not too far from our office and we immediately sprang into action. I think you know, we do have a 501c3 uh, nonprofit um, arm of, of our company uh, and you know, so giving back and making impact in our community. While this was a little different than our, 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 our normalized mission, we, we sprang. We were immediately you know, thinking about how do we service those affected through programs like the Colorado Healing Fund Um, We were thinking about how do we help service and you know the workers as as they come back to work um, in in that environment at a grocery store environment. And then we also rallied other brands to donate and we matched all of their stuff, uh, all their donations as well. So that was just a really proud moment of everybody coming together out of this terrible event um and driving a deep level of uh, of impact uh, overall and kind of rounding the community together i think that was that was a proud personal moment um from a a, comp- a brand moment i think one of the, the the proudest moments i've had to date um was deep in the in the in the midst of covid when you know everything was was moving around and i'm sure You've had other um, uh, folks on the on the podcast talk about like the pivot they've gone through, the Plenty. challenges every, every, everybody yeah, pretty I much. Mean, like, but yeah, I, so I always yours, say though? like if you use the word pivot, you have to like take a shot, like that's a thing.
0: Yeah, um, right. Some people uh, say some people say that about authenticity, but anyway, that yeah. I'd, I'd be I'd be long dead. But anyway, going
1: right. So I I think one of my proudest brand moments was, I mean, this brand was all about sampling all about sampling um, directly to the consumer, as you would imagine they should, because it tastes insanely good. Um, and nothing's gonna help people get over that better for you taste believability than actually having a moment to taste and be like, no way. Um, and and then, you know, then then they're hooked. That went away. Um, and so to have an, a, a kind of team of so anchored around that and be able to spin into a moment of like, how do we continue to get um, uh you know bars to people to let them sample. And we built out an entire you know DTC infrastructure on frozen temperature state bars really quickly so that our most loyal fans could try new flavors and that we could sample to new people um through you know different giveaways and, and things like that. That was a really proud brand moment that you know kind of elevated our honestly it elevated a capability scale that allowed us to take that like most authentic moment there's no y'all use your word your a word like thanks there is no more authentic moment than that real moment of truth you know i think the the old adage of you know the first moment of truth being at the shelf like yeah that's true but the real the real moment of truth is when that when the consumer eats your product um and so for us to totally. They spin around and figure it out and build a new digital sampling capability um, uh, was just uh, a really proud moment for me
0: as well right because it allowed you to at the moment when people needed it the most, give them that 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 delight even if they you know didn't feel comfortable or couldn't get out to the places where they normally had it. And most folks that I've talked to in food and Bev I mean I mean meal kits I mean I can't tell you how many meal kits I talked to like through that time where I mean right in the thick of it. Where, of course, their business was exploding because sure. it was a really nice way. And of course, they had promotions tied to it. So it wasn't that good. Uh, and who knows how that has kept up. But in situations like this, people were just as much looking for the staple as they were for, uh, for, for the snack or the treat or the dessert. And so this, of course, being something which is uh, a comfort, really, I mean, it's dessert, uh must must have been extra special to do and i mean my god you you paired that with that other uh very tragic story and you know moments like that is where where people need comfort just as much so i'm glad that you've been able to manifest it and and we did a
1: ton of sampling at those moments you know where in the COVID reality we're frontline workers and you know we actually did a ton of like ice cream social events where we were giving not giving food directly because of of certain code restrictions but like um uh nursing homes and senior living like People that forgot, like it was, it was a lot about healthcare, which it should have been and grocery and frontline. Um, but senior living, I mean, that's, that's been a tough place to, to, to be as well. So for us, like there's this ubiquitous reality of joy that our product can give no matter what life stage you're in, what health, where you are in your health and wellness journey. And for us to go find those moments, bring people joy is, is a really powerful gift, particularly in the chaos of our company's journey. And the chaos of the broader macro environment that we've all been living in in the last couple of years so you know it's it's been um i i would say pride um uh but it it has been a prideful thing that our company can realize it it may just be an ice cream bar but it can have a lot of impact just like brighten a day how do we do more of that
0: right that journey has been different for everybody and it is a part of that journey that i'd like to round out with today and specifically question about advice as people navigate that journey. This journey specifically is one towards manifesting one's own authenticity, either for themselves or for their business. And the reason I ask this is because you have explained to me here moments at which you found your North Star, ways in which you have built a business, not just Yaso, but businesses before it. And I must admit that not everybody who listens to this podcast has been able to do that at all, or even if they have as successfully as you. It's not all salted caramel. It's some rocky road. People going through different flavors of their lives at different times emulate journeys like yours to find out where to go next. And so as we round out today, I'd love to ask you for some advice, which seems like a big question, but hopefully you can distill it into a bar-sized story for me, which is, how would you advise that listeners of this show build their own avenues to authenticity?
1: Well, first off, I see what you did there. And as, as a, as a, as a brand who enjoys a good pun, um, I, you know, I, I have to recognize the creative, uh, authenticity that, that you just dropped that. So, um, but yeah. So look, I, I think the, the advice I would say first and foremost is everybody's on a rocky road at some point. You know, no business, no person, you know, It really has the smooth run. If they do, I've met a lot of people. I've never met one that has ever had just the perfectly smooth, smooth run. If, if, if they did good on them, but that's not definitely the samples, uh, the sample I've, I've heard in, in my life. And so I think knowing no one is ever alone, um, even in the, in the, the lowest of those valleys, um, because others, others have traveled that journey. I think perseverance, um, through that, um, is is so critical where i find you know my deepest level of Star personally is did i serve did i serve today and help those around me whether that's my brand whether that's my family whether that's my team did i serve to make it make their world better um, did i serve um, to enable them to grow um, and go forward. And I think when when you have a core, can I ask myself this question every day? I think it really helps. And, and that's that's you know, certain services, the, the leadership that I aspire to. Um, but I, I ask myself that every day. How am I making everything around me better? Um, and you know, that's not to, to say like I'm a perfectionist. Um, I'm actually really pliable um and flexible to, to the circumstances of the world around us because perfection is by its definition impossible. Um, but I, I think it's like, can I serve people and, and help them grow? And I, I think even when I look at our brand, that's a big part of our DNA. Can we make whether it's our game on foundation and we want to help make sports more enjoyable to youth, we're making that environment better. Um, or you know, as a brand, can we make our product better? We just this year alone, we upgraded our number one and number two SKUs. Like we already had great products, like put more mint in there, right? Like like make it better. So I think that's a, a powerful place to center yourself is how am I serving and how am I bringing joy and light to an otherwise chaotic world? That's really at the, the heart of this brand.
0: Listeners, I would advise you in your day to day, everybody can ask that question to themselves. How did I serve? It doesn't have to be Strictly related to a business, it can be in in your personal life, in your community. How how did you serve, and can you find, uh, can you find some sort of fulfillment through that? And if it's in tandem with a business, great. But any authentic journey needn't be related to that. It's more the impact that you have on others, regardless of the business that you do it with. So for this story, tell me a little bit more about Yaso. It was great, a great little nugget there at the end, by the way. Basically telling me that you you you're always striving to go from that 3.0 to maybe the 3.1 or the 3.2. Glad you're putting more mint in there, by the way. Yeah, I uh, I really appreciate the the brand story, how you've tied it to your personal life, how you are fulfilling yourself through it, and uh, thanks for filling me <laughs> with uh, delicious dessert every single night. And uh, listeners, if you want to. Get some of this yourself. Obviously, you can go to the store and find it if it's near you. But also, yasso.com slash shop. That's yass dot slash shop. Go see everything they have to offer. Get a taste of the audaciously delicious yourself. Andy Judd, for now, thanks so much for joining me and for telling your story with us. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. If you listened through this and at all thought any of Yaso's products were interesting, uh, they're on Yaso.com, and uh, I would personally vouch for them. Uh, the bar is the tried and true classic. But these ice cream sandwiches, I think I'm going to get into a little bit. They got peanut butter. I just saw that. Very nice. Thank you, Andy, for telling your story here. And thanks to you, the listener, for tuning into this sweet episode. Here's where you can binge on this over on LinkedIn, Adam Connor and Authentic Avenue. Go give us both a follow. And you can also write me, adam at authav.com. Tell me more about your Yasso experience. That website also, by the way, will have all of our episodes for you to enjoy. Maybe over a bar I think I'm going to go enjoy one myself now. So I'll get out of the way and I'll come back to you next time with another story about authenticity and how businesses and their leaders achieve it. For now, I'm Adam Connor, signing off and saying, until the next time I get real again with you, thanks for taking a walk with me down Authentic Avenue.